Well, actually, it's been two years ago. Uh, September will be two years ago. The Lord laid it upon my heart to begin to study and look at the Jewish year and look at the way that the numbers work in that year and began to go through it and find out what they meant for the church. And, and lo and behold, I didn't realize it at the time, but there is a lot of people out in the world today that is doing that. So I gave a series of messages here at the church uh, that 2020 or uh, the year 5780 was the year of your mouth and the year of the mouth would be anointed and the prophet would begin to prophesy what God was going to do in that year and release the word of God and the word of God is a seed. Once the word of God is released, it will be released and it will follow and continue to do its purpose until what God intended it to do will be brought back to him. In 1581, we come and brought you some more prophetic things. And I, I shared with you the very month that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was going to die. I also shared with you that uh, I'd done that about two months early and told you that something was going to happen in the political realm at that particular time that's going to change the tide in America. I never did say that Trump would be reelected. I said there would be some commotion through that election, and that's exactly where we're at now. Uh, 5782, this year here has been the year of the Lord putting the house of God back in order. And God is beginning to declare and bring the service that he has had his bond service in prayer to him. And he is slowly beginning to put his house of God back in order. I want to share with you that the church we know as a whole right now is not the church of God. The church that God is coming after is a remnant. And I want you to understand that it may be roughly about 33% of the people that's coming to the church that God is richly going to use in the end days. And I am thankful that God has called it in the Worship Center to be part of that 33%. And anybody say amen. amen. So tonight I'm beginning to kind of tone your next year out for you because in 5783 it is the year of distribution. It is the year once that the Spirit of God, the Word of God has been released now. It has flowed through the church. It has went into the houses, beginning to have the angels in the spiritual realm set in certain areas to where what God needs to do can put the house in order. And now God is about to release what needs to be released on the earth. And as He releases what He needs to release on the earth, the church is going to be the first one affected and the church will be judged. Judgment will begin at the house of God. It's not going to be a real tough judgment like you think, but it's a judgment of getting the house of God back in order to where we are literally coming into the house of God and we are honoring God and we're not moving forward without the Spirit of God leading us. And I thank God today that we're going to be super sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We're going to get such a relationship with the Holy Spirit that we can hear what he's got to say. And if it's at the fish pond, if it's out in the grocery store, wherever it's at, we will pay attention to what our Holy Lord tells us to do. And the church needs to say amen. amen. So tonight, as I began to speak with you this morning, I told you this morning that God is going to put something in your hand. And as he puts that thing in your hand, this time you're going to have some blood, sweat, and tears in it. You're going to fight for it, and you're not easily going to drop it because our time is short. And, excuse me, God is serious. <laughs> He's the most serious I think I've ever had him in my life. Amen. Amen. And in Zechariah chapter 13, verse number 8, I want to start there tonight if I can. I want you to see what God is saying. This is really a, a, a scripture that is written for the millennium. 
but we can get an idea of what God is trying to get accomplished right now, what he wants to do with his house during this period and this season. It said, and it shall come to pass that in the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. So we're going to see that the land is going to have two parts of it, two-thirds of it cut off and left therein. And verse number 9 says, And I will bring the third part through the fire. I will bring the third part through the fire, and I will refine them as a silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. And I will say, It is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Let the church say amen. If you knew what that was saying right there, you'd be excited right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to read verse 9 one more time so you'll get it real good. It says, God says, I will bring the third part through the fire and I will refine them as silver is refined and I will try them as gold is tried and they shall call on my name and I will hear them and I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God. Let the church say amen like we mean it. Amen. amen. Psalm 66, and I want to read verse 10 through 12 there tonight. And I want you to get this too as well. When you have that, say amen. Psalm 66, verse 10 through 12. When you have that, say amen. Verse number 10 says, For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. Someone shout out and say amen. amen. I like it in another translation. It says, for you, O God, you've tested us. You refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net and you laid affliction on our backs. And you caused men to ride over our heads. And we went through the fire and through water. But you brought us out to rich fulfillment. I want you to look at your neighbor tonight and say, I know you're going through something. There ain't no way in the world if you're going to be a part of the remnant that God is trying to do that you ain't going to be going through something. God said, I am going to refine my people. And I believe that in 2023, God is going to begin to send a movement of refinement from the, the, the kingdom of God. It's going to come and usher in through the very open windows of heaven that is opened by the intercessor prayer warriors. And it's going to grab a hold of the people that are the, the remnant and the bond servants of Almighty God. And God is going to refine us. And he's going to make sure that when we do call out in prayer, he hears us. And when he hears us, we know that he answers us. And it ain't going to be this belaboring and begging the Lord to do anything we're going to speak it in the power and the anointing of Almighty God and when we do things are going to happen and things are going to change and it's going to change immediately under the power of Almighty God but we've got to get refined before we can get God to move like that amen how many's ever known anybody that can move the hand of God amen how about move the heart of God? Amen. I want to tell you, living water is going to become a church. The remnant of this movement is going to become a church that can move the hand and the heart of Almighty God. God said, I'm going to look at my people and I'm going to find that my people are without spot and they are without wrinkle and I am going to hear what they've got to say and what they need and I will move them and I will show and tell everybody they are my people and I am their God. Someone say amen. 
Now, if you're an accomplished refiner, what you do as a refiner, whether you're a goldsmith or whether you're a silversmith, uh, the one thing that, that you need to know and you know that a, a, a refiner do, he goes in and he begins to separate pure metal from its alloy. He goes in and he melts the ore in a refining pot or a furnace. He turns the fire up on it and he gets it real hot. And in the process of refining that silver, he begins to add lead to it. Everybody know what lead is? Lead is weight. Everybody say weights. God begins, as he begins to turn the fire up on you, I ain't going to call it weight. I'm going to call it a burden. A weight comes from the devil. But he lays and he adds a burden inside of you. And as he's there putting you through that refining process, he puts something in your heart that he wants you to do and he burdens you with that. Whether it be praying for your children, praying for your church, whether it be praying for your town, the government, whatever it may be, someone else's healing, he puts that burden in your spirit while he's got the fire turned up on you. And as he does that, there and he puts it in it. That lead is added. That weight or that heavy burden is added to you and that lead begins to be consumed by the alloy and it's drawn off from it and it spreads out. And then once all the impurities, all the trash, all the dross is out of it and it's removed, that metal can be fashioned into exactly what the, the, the silversmith wants it to be. And God right now, listen to me real good, right now has turned the heat up on his remnant church. Someone say amen. Amen. How many been feeling the heat right lately? Amen. <laughs> he sure has turned it up on me. He's turned the heat up on you. Listen to what I'm saying. He's turned the heat up on you. And now he's calling people and he's giving them a burden in this last time. It don't matter if you're 80 or you're 8. God is going to begin to use people. There's a lot of people that are sitting in the pews that's got a lot of talent, that's got a lot of ability, and they got enough of power on the inside of them if it was released to bring a revival from heaven down to earth. And I believe that God is getting people ready as he is laying a burden on people and he's turning the heat up and he's scooping his hand down getting rid of every filthy impurity and every dross that there is on the inside of us because what he wants to do is to be glorified and one way that he is glorified is when you call upon him he hears you and when he hears you he does what you ask him to say and people began to see wait a minute them people out there has got something more powerful behind them than other people that say that they're Christians and they know that if you need to get healed, you can go to the people that have been refined by the glory of Almighty God. Turn to somebody and say, God's refining me right now. Now, fire is essential in the refining process. If you don't have fire, you can't be refined. Tell your neighbor right beside you, say, if you don't feel the heat, you'll never be refined. God turns up the heat. He turns up the heat. The, the, uh, John the Baptist said behold the lamb that taken away the sin of the world he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire I believe that it is time for the fire to come back into the house of Almighty God. The Bible teaches us that God is a refiner and he refines his people. In Malachi chapter number 3, verse number 3, he said, He sits as a refiner, a purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. God wants to be worshipped and God wants to be glorified. Gone are the days in the church where everyone's worshiping a beat of a song 
throne or worshiping someone else. God is ready to receive his worship. He said, I will not allow my glory to be shared with another. And God has stood up off his throne and made a command. He said, I want my glory out of the earth. And the only way he can get his glory out of the earth is he takes a hold of the remnant church and he turns the heat up on them and purged them of everything on the inside of them so that they, when they call upon him, will he will hear them and they will know he's their God. Someone say he's my God tonight. Amen. I want you to also understand all those passages that we've been talking about refers to the future. You can look at it and you can get an idea of what God is trying to do in his church right now. The word for refine in, in Hebrew is the word tesaref, and it means to melt away or to refine, to purify, and to try by fire, to examine, and to test. So what God is doing right now is he is beginning to test us to see if our faith will stand. That's the reason why I had Thelma stand up and testify because you're overcome by the word of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. And she had been going through something with her husband. And every time you ask her about how Tom is doing, God is healing him. God is healing him. I'm holding on. Our faith is still there. That's the reason why I had Bert stand up to tell you what she's been going through and what God is doing. Because when God turns up the heat, he is putting a burden on you and he's testing you and he's clearing you out for all impurity because when it's all said and done, everybody is going to realize and understand he's your God and he hears your prayers. If you need someone to change some things in your life, I want you to understand that we, the one you need to find is someone that's went through pure hell. Amen. I want you to think about Job as Job was being tested, as he was being examined, and he lost everything. It seemed like it just a safe of a period of time. He lost all of his children, all of his possessions, all of his cattle. He lost everything, and then his body started going too as well. Even his friends turned back on him and run him down. And the Bible says when he prayed for his friends, God turned his captivity and blessed him greater than he'd ever been blessed before in his life. I believe that there are some people in the house of God right now that God has turned the heat up on. God is like allow the power of Almighty God to rest in their life and he's cured away some of the dross and the impurities on the inside of them because he needs an open line from heaven so he can minister to people and people can talk to him and he can talk to them and he needs that person that's righteous enough without spot or wrinkle that can move his hand that can move his heart, that can move the angels and I believe the more that we go through the fire, the more we go through the trouble the more we go through the agony, the more we feel the heat of God on our life as he tests us and he examines us and we we get a grip on what we need to grip on and we hold on to it that when we open up our mouth and call on heaven heaven is going to show up here on this earth and when he shows up on this earth you're going to see a revival like you ain't never seen before God is in the refining business and he's testing us right now and it's time for us to allow him to have his way everyone just look at someone and say surrender it all to him in the name of Jesus amen so tonight, God has asked me to come to tell you that he is going to refine you. Don't get upset about it. What he's doing right now, he's pouring out everything on the inside of you that is in hindrance of the movement of his Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is about to break loose on the inside of you. And when it breaks loose on the inside of you, you're going to be living in the overflow. And when you live in the overflow, everybody that comes around you are going to feel the overflow of the Holy Ghost. I believe that people in the post office are going to fall on their knees and give their heart to Jesus 
Jesus Christ. I believe in the schoolhouse teachers are going to have to fall on their knees and give their heart to Jesus. I believe at the meetings in the states of the Union of the United States of America that the people that are speakers of the house are going to have to fall on their knees and give their heart to Jesus because God is moving in a remnant church and he's heating up the church and he's testing the church and he's making his purest go so nobody can call out anything against us and when he does so we're going to be moving in the power of God. Healing is going to happen at the snap of your finger. Deliverance is going to happen at the snap of your finger. Power is going to flow at the snap of your finger. All God needs is just a few people that's without spot and without wrinkle that can open up heaven and have an open oracle with God to change everything that hell has tried to do in our life. Just smile at somebody and say, I'm going to be that one tonight. I'm going to be that one. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to be so powerful that hell ain't going to know what to do. When you get up out of the bed, bitty, hell is going to start shaking because I know in this hour that there is a blood tried, tested, and pure as gold Christian that has stood up and said, all right, devil, you've come too far. This is your life, and you're not coming any further. That's my child. That's my church. That's my finances. That's my house, and that's my nation. You will not take it. I'm standing here and proclaiming it in the power of Almighty God. He said, I've come, and I'm going to thoroughly fuse my fan to win out everything that's wrong on the inside of me. And God is looking for just one pure Christian right now that can open up the windows of heaven and have God's ear open unto them so that when you speak to him, he'll hear you. And when God speaks, you'll hear him. And you can tell the people what thus saith Almighty God. Oh God, look at somebody say, he's refining me right now. Mm -hmm. How many been feeling that fire? Amen. Psalm 51 and 6 tells us, he said, Behold, you desire truth in the inner parts, in the hidden part. You will make me know wisdom. God is requiring truth right now in his church. God said, I am coming and I am the spirit of truth. Gone are the day of the spirit of error. I am sick and tired of people filling up the church by giving the people what they want. It's time for us to start giving what God wants to God. It is time for us to sacrifice all unto the Lord. It is time for us to lead them not only to Jesus, but to lead them into a deeper relationship with Him, into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and allow them to feel the heat and the fire of Almighty God. I'm here to tell you, a baptism of fire is about to fall out, and in my eyes, in my heavenly spiritual right now, I can see the fire and the flame of God just burning up, coming to heaven, coming from heaven to earth right now. Get ready. God is about to burn up all the chaff, and He's about to purify His remnant church, and I just want to know, are you wanting to be a part of that remnant. Someone shout out and say amen, amen. Fire is a symbol of purification. It maintains purity. It maintains cleanliness. And when the people of Israel went to war and they brought back all of their bounty, God said over in Numbers 31 and 23, He says, everything that can endure fire, you're going to put it in the fire and it shall be clean. Someone shout out and say amen. Oh, you got to get this. God is saying, now I'm going to take my people that are pure, my people that are tested, that's been examined, that have my ear, and I hear their voice, and they hear my voice, and I'm going to send them out in the army. And as they go out in the army, they're going to plunder the enemy's camp and take back what hell is stolen from the church, and they're going to come back and bring that to the church, and everything that he bring back to the church, he said, I am going to put it through the fire, and when I put it through the fire, he said, there is going to be clean. I'm here to tell you, 
get ready for some crack addicts to get clean. Get ready for some drug addicts to get clean. Get ready for some whoremongers to get clean. Get ready for some whorehouses to be shut down. Get ready for some churches to be shut down. Get ready for the glory of the Almighty God to come into the church one more time because God is on the lookout and He's hunting for a clean church and He's wanting to bring it about right now. Someone shout out Amen. Amen. Bible tells us that God desires in our inner parts truth and the Bible says that he is the spirit of truth. That word truth means certainty, one that means stability, one that means trustworthiness. It conveys to us a, a sense of dependability and firmness and reliability because God wants these qualities, a people of truth, a people that can be trusted, a people with eternal riches of the kingdom of Almighty God, that God can trust you with the eternal riches of the kingdom of Almighty God and people who can be depended upon to stand up for God in this day and hour when everybody's telling your children they can kill their baby to stand up and say no that's my child and she'll have them in the name of Jesus and when everybody's telling them hey he can be gay if he wants to be gay no he won't born gay he's born straight and he's going to be straight I rebuke that spirit of seduction perverseness in his life and you look at them and stand up for what God has said God is ready for a church that's been silent too long to rise up and have the word of God in their mouth and let it loose and let God change this world because that's the only thing they can. Praise the Lord. Everybody just hold out and say, Lord, send the fire. When the people of God sinned and they wandered in the wickedness, God said in Isaiah 125, he said, I'll turn my hand against you and thoroughly purge or refine away your dross and take away all your alloy. And God right now has turned his hand to the church and he began to do it in 2019 and he began to get rid of some of this here stuff that's in the church that has nothing to do with the power of Almighty God. In other words, this form and this fashion that has been in the church without the power of God, God is wiping it out of there by the and the fire of the Holy Ghost and now God is about to feel the anointing of Almighty God now God is coming into his house and the glory of God is showing up again and people are, people are going to become beings of the glory of Almighty God and share hell out of everybody that's around them amen oh we're going to be like Moses we're going to have to put a veil on our face because it's going to scare everybody oh can you just feel the glory of God here tonight amen so in that context, dross and alloy, they speak figuratively of sin. God has been having us here on Friday nights, and we've sat down here on Friday nights, and we've studied, and we've talked, and we've opened up our hearts. And we have found out that a bunch of excuses that we've had in our life ain't excuses no more. They're sins. We have found out the things that we call mistakes are not mistakes. They're sins. We found out sometimes shutting up our mouth and not saying anything is a sin. Help us, Jesus. Amen. We have found out sometimes opening up our mouth and saying something is a sin. Oh, amen. How many is here with me? Little teeny things, little impurities that has been in our life, things that we've been taught, just like I talked about this morning, trying to keep up with the Joneses, that there being a covering for when you're gossiping about somebody. God is saying, I'm dealing with my people like that, and I want them to get rid of that hypocrisy. I want them to get rid of that thing because I didn't embed that in them. I brought the, the spirit of love and power and truth in their life, and God is taking little teeny things, things that you would never think that mattered, and He's beginning to use that. And I told you this morning, just 
like I said, that what happens in the house stays in the house. God said, no, I'm changing some stuff. I'm going to take your life and I'm opening up your life like an open book. Everybody's going to see all the hell you went through and they're going to see how you held tight onto my hand when it looked like hell was going to take you now. When you looked like you weren't going to be able to take another breath, you hollered out like Peter did and said, Lord, save me. And he reached out and he pulled you out of there and led you back to the boat and led you to your destination. God is going to begin to identify your struggle with people that's around you and the power of Almighty God and the glory that he has on the inside of you is going to seal out in you and it's going to come in the overflow and we're going to live in a season of the overflow where the visitation of angels are going to show up right beside your bed. They're going to give you dream after dream after dream after dream word after word after word after word as God cleans up the church get ready for the spiritual manifestations to come and I believe we're about ready to see it in about six weeks God's going to start it and you better get ready in the proper place because God is cleaning up the church and he's getting it ready for a revival. Amen. I said I wasn't going to preach but the power of God got a hold of him. I can't help myself. Amen. In Psalm 51 10 the psalmist said create in me a clean heart. Oh Lord create in me a clean heart. That ought to be our prayer too. We got to allow God to purify us and to make us the people of truth. Everyone just hold your hand and say Lord make me a person of truth. Oh, ask him again. Say, Lord, I really need to be the person of truth that you need me to be in my town, in my job, in my family, in my church. I need to be the one that you can come down when you need something moved. That when you speak, I hear your voice. I hear you. And I'm a willing and I'm able and I've surrendered enough of you that you can use me and you can take the glory that you put on the inside of me and you can push it out on me so that it can save people around me. I'm tired of waiting on the preacher. I'm tired of waiting on the deacon. I'm tired of waiting on the worship team to get into the spirit of praise. I want to be that person of truth. I want to be that child of truth that when the power of God is released in the church, it's released through me. Look at someone and say, he's refining me tonight. He's refining me tonight. I'm more powerful than you ever thought I was. God's already put me through the fire and he's carried me through. And he said, when you walk through the fire, when you walk through the flood, he said, I'll be right there with you. He's putting things and he's pouring things out of your life. You went through that because God needs to use what you went through to reach the people out there so that they can get saved. Smile at someone and say, God's going to use me for a revival. Amen. Daniel 12 wraps up his scripture and his, his revelation and he says, many are going to be purified, many are going to be made white, and many are going to be refined. And that's when God had told him, he said, you still up this prophecy, don't you tell everybody. He said, there's going to be a whole lot of people from this day until now, they're going to be purified, they're going to be made white, and they're going to be refined. I don't know about you, but I'm in that number that's been purified. I'm in that number that's been made white in the eyes of God. Amen. I'm in that number and I want to be in that number that's going to be refined. I want every impurity that there is on the inside of my life to be wiped away by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I want every impurity that there is in my life to be heated up and pulled out. And I don't want anyone to be able to cast any stone and have a reproach on my minister or on my church. I want to be so clean before God when God gets ready to do something in North Carolina. He comes down to the little town of Lamar, North Carolina and he starts hunting for Kip Man. I want to be that one that God God wants to have on his side. I don't know about you, but gone are the days of happiness and sitting there and be satisfied in nothing. I'm here to tell you we're getting to the point to where we got to unleash the power of Almighty God every time we come together in the glory of God. Look at someone and say, I'm going to be that way too. Amen. 
In Psalm 7, he told us, he said that fire is given for the righteous God tests the hearts and his minds. God is going to test your heart. He's going to test your mind. He's going to refine your heart and he's going to refine your mind. He's going to make you think different than you've ever thought before in your life. I'm about ready to shout up here because I can just imagine if I can change some of the mindsets of some of the people I preach to how far we could go here in this church. I'm just, I'm just literally about ready to shout because if I could change the heart and the passion of people that I preach to, I want to tell you, it wouldn't take long for everyone here to have a revival in such a way that literally we would blow this region off of the map for the power of Almighty God. Amen. Fire is a symbol of testing your character. If you're going to show your character, you're going to have to go through the fire. In talking about the judgments of the believers over in 1 Corinthians 3 and 13, the Bible states that fire is going to test each and every one's person's work. It says to us that fire would determine that character and the nature of that substance, and fire would determine if it is willing or if, if it is pure and if it is everlasting. Fire is going to be released from God. God knows the thoughts and the intents of our heart. And God knows whether you really are serious about having a clean heart in your life. Amen. It's interesting to read about the ways in the Bible in which God tested his people in the Old Testament. In Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 3, I'm reading it from another translation, but I want you to hear it is. It said, And you shall remember the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you and to know that what was in your heart whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, he allowed you to hunger, and he fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. God allows some of us sometimes to go through some tough times because we think that we can depend on somebody else. We think we can depend on ourselves. We think that we can depend on people in the church. But God said you have went through what you have went through in your life because I've been teaching you all along and the only thing you can depend on is every word that proceeds out of my mouth. He said when my Logos word is released it becomes a rainbow word of Almighty God. And he said over in Isaiah, he said when the rainbow word of God is released it will go on out there and it will go through every obstacle. It will move every obstacle out of the way. It will obliterate every obstacle out of the way. It will attach to you. It will run down and hunt you down and it will try to find you and it will not stop chasing you until it has grabbed a hold of you and it has delivered its purpose and then it will come back to God and I want you to know there's been a word that has been released in this house and the word of God says that a revival is coming to America and in this region and Living Water Worship Center is going to be the catalyst of that revival and we're going to see some things happen as radio glory of Almighty God begins to come down and radiate out of heaven. We're going to see this Town change by the power of Almighty God. How many would say amen tonight? Amen. <coughs> I'm going to make it anyway. Amen. Smile so much, say, I'm being refined. I want you to just ask your neighbors, say, Have you been feeling the heat? How many really have been feeling the heat right lately? I want you to know over in Jeremiah 12 13, he said this. He said, But you, O oh Lord, you know me. You've seen me. You've tested my heart toward you. And he says, pull them out like sheep for the slaughter and prepare them for the day of slaughter. Can we pray like the psalmist prayed over in Psalm 26 and 2 where he said this. 
He said, examine or search me, O Lord, and prove me. Mm-hmm. Trial, refine my mind and my heart. <coughs> search me, O Lord, you know me. I'm going to tell you here today, we don't even know ourselves. But when we fall before the presence of the Lord, we say, Lord, i got to be clean. When the burning desire in our heart is to be able to hear the power, hear, hear the voice of God and experience the power of God. When it becomes our number one passion. When we get rid of anything that will keep us from moving in that power, from hearing the power of God, hearing the words of God and experiencing the power of God. When we have that mindset change over in our life, that is when we can pray to the Lord and know that He knows us better than we know ourselves. And we can look before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm commending myself unto you. Search me out. Go down and purify and retry my mind, refine my mind, and refine my heart. How many would agree that that's what is needed in the house of God right now? Amen. The church today needs to be refined in their mindset and refined in their hearts. We need to get our mind and our focus on the Lord and the Savior Jesus Christ and we need to get our passion on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what He calls us to do. We don't have a lot of people in the church right now with their minds straight on God. We don't have a whole lot of people in the church right now that has their heart and their passion centered around God. But God says the fire of Almighty God is going to come in and purify and get rid of that nasty attitude, get rid of them nasty emotions and He's going to clean us up on the end so that when we holler out say help Lord the Lord hears us and he comes down to show everybody he's our God and he's the one that is our refuge I'm going to close tonight but I want you to think about Malachi chapter 3 verse number 2 where he says but who can endure the day of his coming who can stand when he appears for he's like a refining fire and like launder soap so God is about to clean you up. I want you to find somebody here tonight you ain't talked to yet. Smile at him a little bit and say, you're about to take a bath. Some of us need to take a bath, don't we? God is about to dip us down in that bathtub. In other words, he's about to baptize us one more time. Oh, I felt that go down with the bottom of my spinal cord. God said, I'm about to baptize you one more time. When I baptize you this time, I'm going to baptize you with fire. And when I baptize you with fire, well, I got you down there. I'm going to burn off everything that don't look right in you, don't smell right, don't act right, don't feel right. I'm going to burn it all off of you. And when I pull you back up out of that baptism, he said, you're going to be so much power on the inside of you. You'll be able to stand in my power. Everybody else will fall out in my power. And you'll be able to walk around and minister to people. I want you to know God is about to release an anointing on you like you ain't never said, my God, you ought to get happy about that. God is about to release an anointing on you that you never felt. It's everything that the seen, and it's time for us to get ready for it because God is about to purify everything on the inside of us. We're going to live closer to the Lord than any generation has ever lived before because God said, I'm coming in this hour and I'm going to come in and I'm going to cause you to stand when I appear because I'm going to refine everything that ain't right in you. I'm going to refine your mind. I'm going to refine your heart. I'm going to refine your body and I'm going to clean you up from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. So somebody here tonight needs to schedule an appointment with God's heavenly beauty salon and let's get ready to receive the power of Almighty God. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. The Spirit said you got to tell them what the fire is. So look at someone and say, here's what the fire is. Okay, thank you, Lord. I hear you, yes. The fire is the presence of God. The fire is the presence of God. In Deuteronomy chapter number four, the Bible tells us that the Lord our God is a consuming and a jealous God. 
He is a fire. God's presence is fire. I don't know how many of you have ever been in a ministry or been into a worship service where the fire of God showed up where all you could do is sit there and cry. All you could do is sit there and just boo-hoo. You didn't want to get up and you didn't want to leave. When everybody wanted to shut down, you didn't want to go. You wanted to ask for a key at the church because the presence of God was there. And when we enter into the presence of God, we enter into the presence of the one who's a consuming fire. It is a concept where the consuming means that whatever is not acceptable in your life, when his presence shows up, he cleans it out in the hour of refreshing. Oh, yes, everybody else say, thank God for a clean church. Secondly, the fire is the word of God. In Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, in Jeremiah 23 and 9, he says, it's not my word like a fire. God's word's like a fire that burns and it consumes. God's word both purifies and it tries your heart. It penetrates and goes down to the division of the soul and spirit, the joints of Mara, and it cleans up everything that there is inside of you. And we've read about a man named Joseph in the Old Testament that God has spoken to him through dreams, showing him over and over that the glorious future that he would have on him, however, he was sold as a slave and taken to a far away country and he was cut off from his family and in that distant land he was thrown over into a prison at no fault of his own but the Bible tells me over in Psalm 105, 117 through 19 he said that he, that God sent a man before them, the people of Israel who was Joseph, he was sold as a slave and they hurt his feet with feathers and he was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass and the word of the Lord tested him I'm here to tell you God has spoken a word of God on your life it is the fire of God and that word is been testing you up to this point and I want you to know right now the heavens has opened up and you have endured the flame, you have endured the refining and you're in the position you need to be in because God is about to bring you out of what you in because he sent you first into it because he knows that you can reach back and pull about a hundred out of what they're going through. Smile at someone and say he's going to use me now. Oh I'm preaching a lot better than y'all talking to me. Amen. The fire is also circumstances, hardships, and his trials that you go through in your life. The fire can be some hard things, but I want you to know right now that every one of you here are going to be salted through the fire. Every sacrifice that is offered unto the Lord had to have salt in it. And God said, I am going to put my salt in you and I'm going to season you. And I'm going to minister to you and move in your life to where you can be able to speak a word in season and speak a word out of season. And you're going to have some power to affect everything that's around you. I believe right now, the closer that Timmy gets to God, the closer and the more time he comes in this place, he can go back to some of the areas that he spent some of his teenage years into and just the presence of him showing up is going to cause people that still are struggling with what he struggled with to come before him and say, my gracious man, what in the world's been going on? I need to grab a hold a little bit of what you got and he's going to have him a game after him following Jesus Christ and they're going to literally change this world by the power of Almighty God. Can someone give God a good hand clap of praise so I'm a hush but I got to read one last thing for you amen by the way I wrote this down about five years ago and I've not been able to preach it until tonight because it wasn't time but God has shared with us that it's time right now amen Job 23 10 through 11 just talks about when you walk through the fire but he knows that the way that I take, when he is testing me, I'm going to come forth as gold. Mm -hmm. 
My foot has held fast to his steps. I've kept his way and I'm not turned aside. I'm not departed from the commandment of his lips. And I've treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So tonight, how many of you tell me one more time you felt the heat of the fire right lately? Amen. Amen. Perhaps you yourself is in the fire. You've been in the fire. And God has begun the seasoning process in your life. You've come through the fire now. You made it through. Nobody thought you'd make it through. The daughters didn't think you'd make it through. Your family didn't think they'd make it through. There were people that was thinking that you wrote the wheel out and they were going to get something from you because they didn't think you were going to make it through. But my gracious day, God reached down in his mercy and his love and his grace and he pulled you out of the deep and miry clay and you have made it through. And now he has put you in the season, being the season of being seasoned with the fire. Or maybe it's still, it's still ahead for you, but, but each one of us is going to be salted with fire. And we have that example of Job, regardless of what Job's mistake was, we need to admire that man and learn a lot from him. Because the Bible said when he was seasoned and he was right, he laid his hands and prayed on his friend for his friends. And God blessed him and gave him a double portion from what he had before. Turn to your neighbor's side and say, I'm about to get a double portion. Oh, that didn't get it. Turn to somebody else and say, I'm ready for my double portion. When you can turn and start praying for everybody that abandoned you, when you can turn around in your life and everybody that hurts you, you can pray for them. When you can realize that, hey, I walked through this fire so that I could help them. When you realize that some of the issues and the problems and issues that you went through in your life, you allow, you were allowed to go through that there because God wanted to use your strength and your power. God wanted to use your faith. God wanted to use your relationship with Him to be able to reach back and show somebody else that there is a way to come out of what hell has been trying to do in your life. And it don't matter how many imps from hell is released in your life. It don't matter what sickness shows up at your house knocking on the door. It don't matter how many leaves you. It don't matter how many forsakes you. It don't matter how it is that there is one brother that is still on your boat. There is still one person that is there to navigate you through the issue and it's Jesus Christ and you held on to that. And when you held on to that, they know that it was Jesus that carried you through that issue and now he's going to season you so that every word you got to say to somebody now, they'll listen to you. It used to be you were preaching to them, but now it's going to be advice to them and God is going to bring him in here and set them right in this church so that you can lead them by the holding power and faith of God that you had in your life. Can someone just give God praise for putting you through the fire? Amen. I got a hush. I do. My body's telling me I got the hush and the spirit is too. But I want to give you a prayer before I leave. It's found over in Proverbs 25 and 4. And here's something you need to start praying. The scripture in my translation I wrote down here says, take away the dross from silver and it will go to the silversmith for jewelry. Take away the dross from silver and it'll go to the silversmith for jewelry. Turn to your neighbor right beside of you and say, I am God's jewels. Because mm, did you just feel that in your spirit when you said that? You might need to say it again. Say, I am God's jewels. 
God says about those that fear his name over in Malachi chapter 3, he says, in verse 17, he says, they shall be mine, and on the day that I make them my jewels. God told me to wrap this up tonight and say there is a day coming very quickly in the house of God in this new mood that God is doing right now that he is going to make the people that are clean, that has been through the refinement, that has went through the fire, he's going to make those people his jewels. Just look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to be his jewel. Now, before we can be fashioned into being his jewels, all the dross had to be removed out of our life. All of the impurities has got to be moved out of our life. Just like the furnace, care of affliction carries us into and the furnace of earth be purified seven times. We got to go through things and we got to get clean of everything. But what joy fills our being knowing that one day we're going to be made into the jewels of God. I'm going to tell you right now, I am the jewelry around God's neck. I am so close to God's heart that Lord, I don't even know how close I am. I am his jewel. Somebody hold on and say, I am his jewel. And I want God to be proud to wear us and to hear us and to show us off. Yes. How many women here tonight love jewelry? Oh, how many would love me to give you a, a 25 character ring and then she just go around saying it's yours? I want God to be happy to wear Living Water Worship Center around his neck on his finger. I want him to be able to wear Kip Nats on his garments and say, this is my jewel. He is so important. He is so expensive. He is so important that when hell tries to take him out, I'll bankrupt heaven to make sure that hell can't destroy him. If I hold out and say, I am God's jewel. I'm here to tell you the prophetic word of God. Get ready because today is very close that the remnant ones that have went through the fire are going to be made the jewels of Almighty God here on this earth. And God is going to wear you with honor. God is going to use you and He's going to show you off. You have sat on that pew for so long, thus saith Almighty God. You have sat on that pew for so long and you have been filtered with my glory. You have been taught my word and the fire has been burning you up on the inside, thus saith God. And in this hour, I am going to rise you up and I am going to show you all. I'm going to show you off to the kingdom of hell and I'm going to show you off to the kingdom of man and I'm going to show you off to the kingdom of heaven. And when I show you all, I'm going to be proud to wear you and I wear you. You're going to wear me and we're going to change your environment by the power that I put in you thus saith almighty God can somebody give God a good hand clap of praise Amen. so Paul told Timothy and I love what he told him in 2 Timothy 2 and 15 he said be diligent be diligent to present yourself approved to God tell your neighbor outside and say be diligent to present yourself Approved of God. The, 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 the King James Version says, study to show yourself approved. Be diligent to show yourself approved to God. And he went on, he says, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Those of us who God is going to be tested by, by, by trial and have stood through all of this that we've went through to this point, we're going to find ourselves workmen approved unto God. His jewels, fit for the master's use, a vessel of honor in the kingdom of Almighty God. That's what it's all about. Betty, that's what it's all about. Becoming a vessel of honor, fit for the master's use. 
Everyone on the side of my voice tonight, you got gifts, you got talents, you got abilities. God has given you some wonderful things in your life. You don't think that your vessel can be a vessel of honor, but God can take your vessel and He can make it and a vessel of honor fit for the master's use. And God wants to use you. Turn to that right beside of you and say, God really wants to use you. It don't matter if you dropped out of school in the 10th grade. It don't matter if you didn't go to college. It don't matter if your husband left you. It don't matter if your wife left you. It don't matter if your children can't get along with you. It does not matter if you don't have any friends. It don't matter what's going on in your life. God wants to use you. And he's allowed what's went on in your life to show the world how strong you really are and how strong he is through you. It touched my heart this morning when Bert told me, she said, I made up my mind I was not walking out of this house on a walker or a cane again. Amen. And now she's driving herself back and forth to church. Amen. She said, my balance ain't right. She stumbled a little bit, she said, but I'm here at church this morning and she's back here today because she has been refined by the power of Almighty God. Whether you like her, love her, you can't hardly stand her, whatever it is, God has called the woman to be a clean vessel through the fire of Almighty God and now her words are going to have some power and I believe that Living Water's words is going to have some power in the next few months and we're going to see something happen. If you believe that or not, shout out amen and give God a good hand clap of praise. Stand with me to your feet. Look at somebody and say, Refine me, Lord. Turn the heat up, Lord. I'll get a grip on it. I'll grab a hold of it. I won't let it go. I'll hew out that stone. If you'll ride on my rock, I'll deliver your word. I'll do what you want me to do in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today for your people. I thank you, Lord, that you have chosen us to be your remnant. I thank you, Lord, that your power can be made present in our vessels. That your power can overflow from us. I thank you, Lord, what you're doing right now in the heart of everyone under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, even those that are listening to me right now that don't even think they're a part of this. Lord, you're moving in their hour. You're moving in their situation. You're purifying them. You're cleaning up everything that is keeping them from hearing your voice and everything that's keeping your, their voice being heard from you. God, in the name of Jesus, right now. I pray and I bind every attack of the enemy to stop what I am releasing in the name of Jesus right now. And I pray, Lord, that the angels of Almighty God that will grab a hold of the word that has been released out of the mouth of these people, that they will come and they'll grab a hold of that word and they'll chase that word and they'll seek it out to perform it. And that it will not wait over a period of time. It will come to harvest and it will come to harvest very fast and very quickly in their life. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use these vessels to change this region in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you the glory in advance. I don't need to see you do it to praise you. I know it's already done because I see it in the heavens and I feel it in my spirit. I know, Lord God, you've already done it. Now, Lord, send those that you need to send and strategically station them in this church and around this church to get your job done. And Father, right now, open up the pipelines up in heaven and let us have an oracle directly related to you that we can hear your voice and you can hear our voice so that when the fire is released that it will change everyone and we'll become beams of the glory of Almighty God out in the world. In Jesus' holy name. And let the church say amen if you receive that tonight. If you're glad that God gave you that word and you're going to receive it and you're going to move forward in it and you're going to bask in it and do what God wants you to do, give them a good hand clap of praise. Smile at that right beside him and say, he's refining me now.